I'm Liv. And I'm Nicole. And we're Chuckaboos. And this is our podcast. Different name, same dumb bitches. <laughs> we're looking up good things. Feel good Because things. this week feels like the worst week the worst trademark trademark week of the year thus far it feel like every week is just like you know it's one more thing it's like this this is the worst week this is the bad this is the bad place we are in the bad place there is a there is an alternate universe somewhere having a great week that is having the greatest time (laughs) oh my goodness oh so things that made us feel good brendan fraser getting like the recognition and love he deserves. Oh, he's coming a comeback. What was the hashtag I saw? It was like the Bren Renaissance. The Renaissance. He's <laughs> coming back. Oh, he's just so sweet. His little Stetson and he's a little gentleman. Who says aw shucks, ma'am? Like <laughs> I love it. we were watching I was watching George of the Jungle with Olivia. Oh, and you messaged me and you were like and while I while I think he looks utterly dehydrated and underfed, oh, yeah. his hair is just so good. And he's just so sweet. Like his smile makes me oh, just the, giddy every the time. The horse scene when he's like in the paddock oh. with the horse. Oh, just Yeah. You remember when the guys are like, what's with chicks and horses? And it's like, that's not what they're looking That at. is the female gaze. <laughs> yes. That one shot is the female. And him in like the dress. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. He made that look so good. <laughs> I'm going to Google good news this week because six positive <laughs> things that happened this week because my God, we need it. Okay, that's what we need. Oh, I don't, this is, that's, <laughs> no, this list I found made me kind of sad from the first thing. It said a hundred year old widower receives 700 birthday cards from strangers. Oh, wait, but that's one of those feel goods that makes me still sad. Exactly. I'm like, that's like, oh, what was the Slumdog Millionaire? Oh, that's a feel good movie, but makes me depressed. Everyone was like, oh it's a feel-good movie blah 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 so i was like okay i'll go see it and it made me feel horrible no No amount of bollywood dancing at the end was going to make me feel good about what happened in that movie it's like you sit there at the end and you go what the frick did i just watch like and now it's if it's okay (laughs) it was one of those you know that even though he won i guess or gets the girl at the end i can't even remember the fact of the matter is that everything that horrible that happened to him still happened and is continuing to happen so it's just i just remember everyone going it's a feel-good movie it's so good it'll make you feel great and i'm like i feel terrible thank you <laughs> like i'd rather watch a crime documentary than this. Oh, I know. i'm like how do you unwind i'm like i watch true crime documentaries <laughs> her arms were cut off her face was cut off <laughs> Her eyebrows were cut And I'm off. just sat there crocheting and drinking wine and thinking like, mm, this is really, really good for me. <laughs> okay. Another <laughs> thing on this list, there's a new free cookbook for people whose taste has been affected by COVID. Oh, wow. Isn't that good? A bit. A bit. Imagine good. reading that to someone like 10 years ago, like that statement. <laughs> They'd be like, what the fuck happened? I wonder if my mom's is back. Did she lose she it? She lost her. She didn't lose it, but she said things tasted weird. So she said like diet, because like, she gets diet coke, and she's like, it tastes just off. Oh, so like, See, oh, that's that's not great. been the biggest thing. I'm like, I was scared to lose my sense of taste because I'm such a foodie. You know me. Can I? Can you imagine me losing my sense of taste? I I would be. I was like, what's the point if I, if I lose it? So we're happy that we have our taste. That's a good. That's thing. a good thing, and we can enjoy this wine that we have. We can't see. Wait. This is 
That was the most unsatisfying. <laughs> I well, that guy's my career in ASMR. I hate ASMR. <laughs> No, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it too. It's like really creepy. You know what? It just reminds. I just feel like someone's behind my shoulder, Mm -hmm. like being like what is it? Like rusty spoon. Oh, ew. That's what it makes me like. Salad fingers. Is that the character you think it is? Yes. No. My sister loves it. She was. She really tried to get me into ASMR at one point. She's like, just it's so relaxing. I listened to it and I my skin crawled. Like it was just so like. No. Oh, I hate those even more. Like the ones where they're they're talking mouth. But they're whispering yeah. it to a point where it's just like the their mouths sound really soppy. Yeah, you know, it doesn't spark joy. Put it in the bin. I don't want it. <laughs> a wind power firm now makes flower turbines. That's something positive. Ooh. Yeah. So flower turbine steam is making a world greener and eco friendly place. Energize your business with flower turbines, and they look like tulips. Okay. Oh, and I love tulips because it's an energy firm in the Netherlands and the US. Kind of makes sense. It's a tulip-shaped wind turbine. Oh, that's really cute. That's cute. Uh, a fifth of this is actually really helping. This is like my, we're my building. Anxiety. Yeah, like I can feel myself get things longer. are happening. Things are good. A fifth of Brits have got to know their neighbors more during the pandemic. I think you guys really got close to your neighbors. That's definitely yeah. true. Yeah, to the point where I'm jealous. I'm like, who are these people, and why are they <laughs> taking my best friend away from me? <laughs> Okay, I keep telling you that the apartments across the way are for a second. <laughs> I know. We'd be walking over in pajamas. Oh, that'd be so good. Doors unlocked. <laughs> I know what you two are like. You can't leave your doors unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you feel like, I think that's true. Like, I mean, not for me, because Edinburgh, is, you never get to know your neighbours. It's hard in a city. It's hard in a city. It's just, especially now, we're not living in a block of flats. Maybe in my next place, we'll get to know people. But like, your, your community seems really cute. And you were having like cute little barbecues and... And little play dates yeah. and also help that the neighbor that i'm closest with she has a 10 year old daughter mm. so and there's like no one else in the building that was near her age and she just loved uh olivia so much so it was just nice them getting together mm. and it's really cute and she'll look o- uh olivia will like look for her Aww, that is so it's cute. really cute okay what else have we got so you can now stay in the world's first sunflower hotel oh my god yeah. you should do that it's in yorkshire of all places you should definitely actually we're, we're looking at having a staycation in sort of yorkshire area i think I, i'm not even going to look at the prices of that i'm just going to relish the fact that there's now a sunflower hotel we've been wanting to do a, a yorkshire trip because we love york but we've wanted to go to like Robinson Bay mm. and um, the Peak District and all that. So we kind of want to stay just like near York, but where we can drive off mm-hmm. and go explore. Like we really want to do Fountains Abbey. What's Fountains Abbey? Is that don't, don't you remember the in our National Trust days that Fountains Abbey was like the number one? Like I do, but I don't um, remember what it looks like. Let me just. It is your very typical abbey that's just like the shell. <laughs> So not an abbey. Like when you go somewhere here and they're like, it was a Roman fort and it's just a field. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. This stone. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's is all that's left. Oh, okay. It's a pretty impressive shell of an abbey, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That'd be really cool. I also want to go to, uh, is it Whitby Abbey? What's that look like? It's like the Dracula one. Ooh. That one's English heritage. Bastards. No, um, I'm kidding. I know. <laughs> Rivals. <laughs> Oh, that's kind of funny. They call it like revamping Whitby Abbey. Oh, I can see how that would yeah, be they're... inspired. Wow. Nice. They, they would be good little trips to have. Yeah. Okay, I found another list of positive... Wait, this is positive COVID news. I don't want to talk about COVID. No. I mean... Yeah. 
<gasps> Give me the, good news. Oh, this is a good list I found. It said, what went right this week? How we saved Earth before, plus more positive news. So the CFC ban offered hope in tackling climate change and the global ban on ozone-depleting chemicals in 1987 may have actually helped us avert a climate catastrophe already. Wow. So they did something right a couple of years ago. I say a couple of years ago. Just yesterday. Ooh, a free bike scheme has been launched in Scotland for children. Oh, yeah. that's cute. It's for children from disadvantaged backgrounds that will be given free bikes as part of the government trial. That's, that's good. really good. Let's make Scotland the new Netherlands. <laughs> Everyone rides a bike. The US prison population fell to its lowest level since 1995 this week. It is still the highest in the world. (laughs) It's like the one place that the US is number one. It's like government spending on the military and prison population. Oh wow, Brighton in the UK has become the first city, UK city to recycle their PPE. PPE, PPE. sounds funny. Words that I didn't know existed <laughs> until the pandemic happened. No. Nope. Didn't know what furlough was. No idea. Now it's everywhere. <gasps> Italian dogs trained as lifeguards save 20 lives every year. Oh, good boys. Actual good, good boys. boys. Oh my god. They're so cute. Anyway, what are you reading right now? I am not reading anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nice. Yeah, I I go through periods where I really have like bursts of energy with reading and I'm like, this is amazing. Why did I ever give up reading? Um, A Room Made of Leaves Mm -hmm. uh, is a really good book that I read this year. I do have a book called Kim Yong born 1982 um which i have yet to read but it's by a korean author uh and i think i've got uh i i did my my friend let me um oh my god heartstopper the cartoon have mm-hmm. you seen that before it's really no, cute it's very it. cute it's really easy to read it's like i don't know about you but i definitely went through phases in my like when i was 14 or something of reading manga and i did it oh it's like me i know i like was really just into the cartoons classics at the time um the classics like like what okay so this is the thing and this is gonna sound really judgy but um for you know you're in high school everyone's judgy but at the time so you know how in mean girls they're just like those are the popular kids oh they go around and these are the nerds and these are yeah what Um, were you nicole so like i was I mean, I was a nerd. I was not popular. I did tennis and theater and like every nerdy thing, debate team. Yeah, I was the president or God, it's been so long. It's, it wasn't referred to as the president. It was like something else. But anyway, <laughs> I was it. So not cool at all. Like now it's cool to be into Star Wars and Star Trek and Marvel and all that stuff. It was not in 2003 to 2010. However, I was not into anime, which was a step under the nerd level that I was. You had like the kids that were like running around with like the Naruto. Oh, okay. I wasn't that I wasn't that bad. Yeah. So, but now, like, you know, here we are eleven years later and I am like super into anime. <laughs> this is just your time. Was, yes, it is, you know, I finally matured enough <laughs> to watch anime. <laughs> You just knew that it wasn't the right time then for you, and now it's... It wasn't the right time. Now is the time. So, I don't know. Call me, you know, getting on the bandwagon or liking it only now because it's, like, popular. I am not a weeb. 
<laughs> ignore all like the the stickers I have on my on your laptop. I mean, I I only read it then, but Heartstopper is just that very easy cartoon book. I read it in an evening, the first one, and I still have to read the second one. Um, but what are you reading? It's what you need sometimes. Yeah. Reading Mexican Gothic. Yeah. Um, What's that about? Which, that's the thing. I loved Gothic literature. So it's uh it's your standard gothic story. So her dad is set in like the it's in the nineteen twenties in Mexico and the main character's dad gets a letter from her cousin who married this like rich English guy that moved to Mexico mm-hmm. and they have like this old English style mansion up in the mountains um of mexico already sounds uh worrying like the minute it's like this beautiful yes like isolated manor in the mountains literally and like the letter was really weird she thinks there's people in the walls and stuff so he sends his daughter and says go check on your cousin oh yeah that seems like a great Um, idea and so she's up there now and it's very obvious like the family's weird like her husband is really charming but doesn't seem to care that his wife is like very like obviously mentally ill mm. and there's like the aging like dad of the husband who just says weird shit all the time and the severe sister who is very judgmental and doesn't want her around mm. and you know is the sole caregiver to her cousin and mm. doesn't let her talk to her and stuff. so it's like very and now she's having nightmares because obviously Aww. when you're in an old mansion you get nightmares uh so it's really it's really good. I love gothic literature. Like I loved the movie Crimson Peak. I was gonna was say I was getting the very, same vibe as Crimson Peak. Yes, it is your very standard gothic literature story. However, it is set in Mexico, so it kind of has like that extra little mm-hmm. difference, which is nice because sometimes you know what do they say? Like there's no true original story, mm-hmm. but it gets you to care about the characters, and it does have that extra twist about it being, you know, somewhere else that isn't just England. Yeah generic england town mm. a manor house in an england countryside <laughs> yes <laughs> reading that so envious of your like ability just to read like it, it sounds daft but i just feel like i was burnt out from uni and as a kid like i loved to read and then i think schooling yes. ruined it for me it's because it's like when you're forced to read well, something I did it for a yeah. while i think for a while i was able to read because remember when I didn't have a car and we both worked at Speak, mm-hmm. I'd have, David would have to drop me off like an hour before my shift started. So I was in Starbucks for an hour until your grandma could pick me up on the way to when you would be dropped off. Yeah. I'd be like, can you please pick me up at Starbucks? <laughs> so I read a lot for that. And then obviously I had a baby and that mm-hmm. no time for that. But now Olivia's like more on more of a sleep schedule and she can kind of entertain herself for a little while and when she's napping. Mm-hmm. So I have a little more time now and I kind of put more effort into spending a little time more on reading and less time on doom scrolling. Ah, uh, doom scrolling. Or on TikTok. Doom scrolling is like the worst thing. Like I do really well not keeping up with like world events mm-hmm. but then I'm so out of the loop if anyone's discussing it and I'm just like I don't know it seems like I'm... you want to be educated but you don't want to and that's a privilege to not be immersed in like everything going on do you know what I mean like to be able to be Definitely. like I'm oh, not absolutely. looking at it but anyway I, I recommend it it's a really easy read and it's only like 300 pages so it's not even like a really would you say it's the best book you've read thick. this year or is there another book that you've read this year that you think is your best book thus far how many books have you read this year oh <laughs> including all the Kindle Unlimited smut that I've read. Blue aliens I won't count. include those. 
Do the aliens count? I'll tell you something. Because there was like another smut talk recommendation and I cannot believe I actually read it. But no. It ended up being really <laughs> funny and it I have to tell someone and you're the only person that will only slightly judge me. I'll never judge. I think I'm just like, I don't know if I can bring myself to read these. You say that and then once it really is like a downward slope because once you start, you're like, oh, what's this one about? <laughs> well, I haven't been finished yet, but I think it is going on to being my favorite one this year. Maybe Not a Court of Thorns and Roses, the second one in the series. Mm-hmm. I really, really like, uh, but I think this one might eat it out mm. because this is kind of like that was just really nice fantasy, like fun, like escape little romance kind of, mm, yeah. yeah, kind of story. This is like genuinely good literature. Is that the series where it's basically a girl is like set like this is a, it's like a fairy prince and he's like I will give you everything and I will like yes keep the first you in, one is yeah. like fairy Beauty and the Beast but like she and won't then the second one but she's like no yeah, yeah. I was like oh no, no. I'm like. <sighs> Girl. Here I am, like looking at thirty, like oh my god, please. <laughs> How old she meant to be in the book? Ugh, Nineteen. Oh, oh, I'm telling you, my protagonist in the book I'm writing, she is like twenty eight. I should. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care how mature you might seem Mm -hmm. and they do a good job of talking about how she's like had to provide for her family for four years and made her grow up fast no this is my thing with fantasy sometimes you have characters that are like centuries old Mm -hmm. like vampires that are centuries old or i think like recent is like a thousand or something and he's gonna be with a 19 year old Mm -hmm. do you remember you at 19 i was an idiot at 19 I was useless. I was useless. I, was, I couldn't defend anything. Even let's say if I knew even a little bit more, give me like 25. I, 25 is a good Why age. would I tempt? I wonder if this is just with us getting older and I was, <laughs> I was wanting to see more diverse ages in literature. I don't know if it's the, maybe it's the writers who write this peaked in high school. So for them, 19, 18, 19, mm. 20 is like golden age. The best age you could be. Yeah. Mm. Whereas for me, it's like absolutely not. Mm. I mean, maybe when I was like preteen, because that's like, all that hope of what your teens are going to be like, and it's going to be so cool. Like all these kind of, I don't know, like the Kissing Booth series. Amazing that she wrote those when she was fifteen, but the movies are mind-numbingly awful. Like, and the wigs just. I feel like the the reviews I've seen of it, like the people who have said something about it, I can tell you wrote that at fifteen. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. If that's what people are saying about yeah. it. <laughs> But the thing is, I think, I don't even think the third book's released yet. I think the movie's been made first and then the book is going to follow it. Mm. Have you seen the movies? No. Oh. I saw, because I've seen like clips of it on uh, TikTok and stuff and I'm just like, this is messy. Oh, my favorite one is just like, I think it's the second one. And there was a meme of like how there's always that like, the, it, like the pick me girl who's like trying to get the guy. Oh, he's like, look at look me. At me. Look Josh, at me. Josh. It's just us. Yeah. <laughs> And there's an actual word for word scene in the kissing booth too of that. Yeah, and I was like, I, just, I can't call me old. I'm done. <laughs> Once upon a time, I found that romantic and endearing. And now I find it excruciatingly cringe. Yeah. Oh, what's the word they use these days? Chuggy. Oh, God. <laughs> Chuggy. <laughs> Chuggy is chuggy. However, I feel like there is getting to a point now where, I don't know. Like, I mean, when you're a teenager, you think everything, like, your life ends at 20 or something like that. I still do. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but Gen Z is really hung up um, on their teen years being like the be all end all of their life. And like you think? Th- saying things like 24 is old. And yes. Oh. oh, have you seen that thing where they're like, oh, kids, but I don't even know what year. Maybe like eight, 19. Maybe my sister's age, like late 1990s. 
And you know, whereas we're like, oh, 30 sitting around the corner staring at us. They're like, oh, 25 yeah. sitting around the corner staring at me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. You're so young. <laughs> You're fine. I don't know. It's very weird. You feel like that kind I think, of. I feel like it has to. I think it has something to do with the fact that they have had to grow up a little earlier with like social media and stuff like that mm. and makeup tutorials. Like there was no ugly duckling face. <gasps> I saw. For Gen these... Z. There's nothing humbling. Them. I can only assume that these girls I saw the other day were at least hoping they were like 11. But my God, the makeup they were wearing. I was in awe because yeah. I was like, I can't. I can't cut a crease like that or and I can't put on fake eyelashes like that and these little girls were walking yeah. around and they were like only just below my shoulder like height wise and I was like oh I was like intimidated by them I feel like there's no opportunity to make that for them to feel like children yeah because I'm sorry even if you're uh you know 16 17 18 you are a child Still a child baby you're a child you're a baby and you're allowed to be and you're supposed to be have <laughs> you seen I don't know if it's a joke, but I've seen a few videos where kids are like, remember um, 2014, like fashion and like the Tumblr era of that. And they're dressed up in like mm-hmm. the like the ripped tights, stuff I would have worn in 2014. But yeah. I'm just kind of like, why is this suddenly a, like, you know how we look at like, like vintage. vintage? Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. When? What? Arctic monkeys, all that is just. But that's the thing. It's just, it's a very weird phenomenon. I think there's like several factors, but I feel like because they try to be older, I feel like there's a, like a lot of factors that add up to it. But I think because they've they try to be so old so early, mm. maybe they think they're adults from the time they turn thirteen. So oh. I guess if you think you're an adult from thirteen, twenty five does seem very old. I, what, does that give them more time or less time? Like I don't know, but it's weird. Something's got to give. Like you need to be a child. You need time to be. I saw a comment today. And someone, I think it was like the anniversary of John Lennon's assassination or something. And someone mm. in, in the comments, someone was like, John Lennon's dead? Like, I had no idea. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, he's been dead for like 40 years. <laughs> and so they were like, didn't he just release like uh, all of me? Like John Legend. Oh and they were like. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've said stupid shit like that though. Like oh goodness, it's just this is yeah, it's getting. What was I watching today? All of our stupid moments. I was watching something today where it's like um Formula One drivers. I was like that person looks like a baby, and um it was pointed out that they're twenty two, and I was like as I said that person is a baby. (laughs) That's baby. That baby is driving a car. I was like how? I mean I always want it. I want to be aesthetically. I feel like kids, kids today, <laughs> they're um they they're like I see them and they're like they're aesthetic like their lives their bedrooms are aesthetic. I don't know if you see this, but how much is that for that social media? True, but like even out on the streets, they look so put together, and I'm like, I'm sorry, you've never had an awkward stage where you wore like a tank top on top of a t-shirt and you know wore like a dress over jeans and it's like. <laughs> Like my room had like posters of boy bands on it, and oh god, do they still do that? What I had posters in my room until I moved out. Yeah, like... I just feel like some of them now. I'm like, that's so pretty. I was like, I want to be like that, but I have so much crap, and I like my crap. Yeah, have you seen that post? It's like minimalism. That's not for me. That's for rich people. I like stuff. I like stuff, and I'm not talking like maximalism because that's very pretty, but that's also a privilege to be able to have that much stuff and call it maximalism, and not people be like, yeah, because people would if you saw someone else's home that was very similar but perhaps not to the same standard, you'd be like, mm, that looks cheap. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I'm always a bit like, 
those kind of things, I'm like, mm. Fine. That's sketchy. I think my place is cozy. Cozy is good. I like something that's cozy and reflects you as a person and a couple. I think is all I, I ask for people's homes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think ours does. Mm. Yours is. I always feel at home. I miss your old couch. Yay. Hate that couch. This is actually really. Are cool. you it's joking? I love that couch. I slept on that more than you. So <laughs> you did. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you so much for subscribing and following us on all our social medias: Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn. Not LinkedIn. Not LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> that that's like scraping the bottom bottom of the social media barrel. <laughs> and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.